Welcome to the Good Talk Podcast, where we remind you of the joy of life, the love of God, and the possibilities that lie ahead. Pete and Jordan here with episode 101. How well do you know yourself? I feel so weird right now. We, again, you guys who don't like or watch us on YouTube, you've only ever, you know, listened Listened. to us on a podcast. Um, We are used to having like a whole setup with chairs and um, like microphone arms that come across so we don't even have to move to get to the mic and lights. And now we're sitting at our kitchen counter. I love it. With mic stands. Yeah. And that's it. It took me five minutes to set up. Yeah. Last episode, I wore a tux. I know. I got them on pajamas right now. Now I know, right? I've got a hat on. Um, I don't know. It just feels, we literally laughed two, three different times trying to start this thing because we're like <laughs> smiling as if we're being filmed and it's just so weird to like stare weird. at you and it, talk to you it, on a mic and from a logistic you know we've obviously we've whined about having to set all our stuff up we and rearrange our house every time we do this but there's also like the you have this small little hour window you know with peppa sleep for us to record yeah. this and then you would always have to like go jump in the shower real quick and try to get ready right it was video. so i didn't like yeah. completely offend people with how i look yeah well now you guys just get to hear us so most of you majority of you here only listened anyways so this is null and void but um happy halloween season it is it's officially when it turned october one i was like thank you because before then like i just felt like i was being shamed by the public for starting too early oh you were being shamed we we literally well you know we didn't do it too early we did it the weekend before for Halloween, right? No, the weekend before October. So like the last weekend of September. Yeah. Or no, the third it was weekend, like the third weekend. Third or yeah. second. Anyways, so we've had this 12 foot tall skeleton in our yard now, probably too long. But now I feel like I can officially like live my best Halloween life. Well, you are. Every inch of this house is decorated. I know. Halloween. I did a whole Halloween mantle and I redecorated it already. That's a problem with decorating too early. I can like stare at things and be like, I hate that and redo it. it. it but I do now. content for my living. You did one with like a vintage Halloween theme. Yeah, I love vintage. It. It's very like very classic Halloween this year. But it anyways. very 50s to me. Yeah. Vintage. I love it. So anyways, we're full on Halloween and full on football. Yeah, we are. Golly. I mean, every Friday night, which yep. is awesome. And then Saturdays, you're mostly traveling to watch your two boys who play. Yep. In college. So you're bouncing around like crazy. I would go to the Saturdays, but Pepper usually can't travel and hang with the games nope. and all of that. Just got to well. have those naps. But we are full on fall mode here. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. It's my favorite time of year, I think, is fall. Oh, it is. Yeah. I, and Christmas, duh. Well, Christmas, but I'm talking about just all around weather. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I love the hoodies. Activities. All that stuff. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's get into our episode. Yeah. Yeah. So the, let me tell you about the idea the genesis of this episode. Uh, we, for fun, for our 100th episode, asked each other 100 questions. Mm-hmm. You can go back and listen to that if you haven't already. But uh, that was really fun. It was, we just meant it to be kind of light and get to know us a little better. Yeah. But I, I've been thinking about it since then, about the power of questions. And even for you and I, there were a couple surprises when we were asking each other those questions of little insights of, uh, I remember one was, I can't remember what the question was, but we both basically had the same answer, which mm-hmm. is we hate logistics, administration, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Yeah. And we're like, we're missing a person in our life, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? And uh, we said that jokingly, but it's true. And uh, there's just so much power in questions and self-reflection. And so I really like this idea of how well do you really know yourself? And 
most of my life I spent answering questions for people. I was like a talking head. My job was to answer questions for people. It was about making powerful statements, tweetable quotes, shareable content. And all that's great. I, I believe that has an impact on people. Mm-hmm. I really do. I wouldn't continue to do it. Mm-hmm. But the last few years as a coach um, who is dedicated to helping people destroy their internal limitations, I found that the quickest way to help someone get from where they are today to where they really want to be is not, you know, tweetable quotes from me uh, or me even telling them answers to all their questions. It's asking them powerful questions and letting them sit with it mm-hmm. and answer it for themselves. Yeah. And this idea of how well do you really know yourself, I, I, I would say the vast majority of you listening to this right now really don't know yourself that well. I mean, you can probably name your favorite show, like your favorite foods, maybe even your dream job, but those things barely scratch the surface of who you are as a person. And I think that true self-reflection is nothing short of a superpower. That, okay. that ability to really reflect and ask yourself deep questions and it can help you clarify values, help you focus your mind. It can give you the tools to really help you grow and develop. And research has even shown that spending just 15 minutes a day Reflecting can improve your overall performance by 23%. Hmm. Would you say you take 15 minutes a day to self-reflect? Not really. I feel like, I mean, I think I reflect in my brain throughout the day about things or like decisions, or but I don't think I sit there and actively reflect. I don't even honestly know what that would even look like. Yeah. Like, I, what are you, are you just saying, are you reflecting on what? Self-reflecting on yourself, your choices, your decisions, your right? Like feelings, from the day, or okay, yeah. And and I I think it could be a practice that you do at the end of the day. I also think that this is a habit you can develop that you do on the fly, mm-hmm. that you pause and do that self-important self-reflection. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to, uh, and if you're listening to this in the car, awesome. I think maybe when you get home, you might want to rewind this so you can actually write a few of these questions down. Uh, because I'm going to give you some questions in some of the major categories of your life, from relationships to work. And all these questions are designed to do is to get you to think a little bit, Mm -hmm. uh, to just pause and not just be running through life on default, just passively reacting to everything that's happening, but really stopping and pausing and doing some self-reflection. And again, if you're a journaler, this is Awesome. That's one of the powers of journaling is often it, it is, is an exercise of self-reflection. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably by far the most common one, right? Um, so th- I think this will be super helpful just okay. to give some questions. So uh, first category, questions to ask about your life. And again, not to get bogged down in the science, but the law of cause and effect states that if you put good thoughts or you put out good thoughts and then you follow them up with good actions – you're going to receive good things. It sounds simple enough, but it can be hard to know like where to start. So these questions uh, you know, are just kind of general questions about life. First one is this. What would I do with my life if there were no limits? Hmm. Uh, second question, am I taking anything for granted? What matters most to me in my life? The words I'd like to live by are, and then what lessons did I learn the hard way? Just some questions about life. Yeah. You stop and ask yourself those five questions, and I promise you something's going to come out mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. 
That's good. Thank you. Next category, ready? Question to ask yourself about happiness. Um, and I'll let you in on a little secret. Often it's not the answer to the questions that matters the most. What matters the most is the process of understanding who you are as a person and what it is that you really want. Um, that's why I think asking these questions is so important, right? So, so the first one was questions to ask yourself about life. This yep. is questions to ask yourself about happiness. happiness. Okay. Uh, what's one everyday thing that makes you smile? Can you answer that one real quick? Pepper. Yeah, that's good. I feel my best when I am blank. Uh, what's standing in the way of me and happiness is, and what are the main components of a happy life? Hmm. I don't think most people have actually stopped to think about what they believe the components of a happy life really are. What do you think they are? Um, put on the spot right now. The components of a happy life for me, because I can only answer that for me. I think it's going to be different for every person. Of course, person. yeah. Uh, I would say the main components of a happy life for me are my faith. I would say um, gratitude for everything. I would say uh, authentic relationships. Um, I would say meaningful purpose for work. doesn't have to come through work. I think for most people it does, but... Um, I think some kind of meaningful purpose, some kind of meaningful work that you do mm -hmm. is important. Mm -hmm. I think hobbies are another aspect of happy life. Mm -hmm. Those are the ones I would just rattle off. What about you? You said most of what I think I would say. I think it's just, yeah, purpose. I, I would lump in like community, family, friends under authentic relationship. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know. I'd have to sit there with that. But a lot of the things you just said, for yeah. sure. The, and the point is, again, it's, I think everybody's going to define it a little bit different. The problem is most people think they're pursuing happiness, but they haven't really defined what that is. Right. And a lot of people just accept the American dream as happiness. I want a nice house, some kids, and we'll be able to pay my bills. Mm -hmm. But they don't really, really stop to say, what are the components of yeah. a happy yeah. life? It's almost like the guiding posts if you are to actually list that out and then do an audit of your yeah. life and be like, am I, am I journeying on, that, on yeah. that path? All right, here's a set of questions around personal growth. And some people like to say that life is a marathon, not a sprint, which is true. But in reality, it's more like the 400 meter, meter hurdles. Mm -hmm. And uh, not to keep going with sporting analogies but uh, no one is ever born I think with just naturally the tools to overcome every obstacle that's in front of them you have to learn and focusing on personal growth is generally how you learn to do that so some important questions um, have I found my life's purpose yet sit with that for a little bit mm -hmm. the one thing I'd like to learn more about is blank you got an answer to that one the one thing I'd like to learn more about yeah I think that changes for me so much. Yeah. It really does based on seasons. Um, I don't know. I think last, you asked me last week, like what hobbies would I like to be? Would I like to have that I don't have? Or what's a skill? It was mm -hmm. what skill? Um, I don't know. I have to think on that. What do you want? I think nutrition right now. Yeah. You're big into that right now. Yeah. And it's, it's convoluted. Like there's so many different angles mm -hmm. to it and yeah. things you can measure and all that. But I, I want to keep learning more about it. Uh, another question under the category of personal growth is what is my greatest challenge? That's one of my favorite questions to ask coaching clients is what's your greatest challenge right now in this moment? 
Uh, you find that it's usually more mental or more circumstantial? Um, I think that people tend to position it as circumstantial, external. Mm -hmm. It's almost always internal. Yeah. That's why I say that, like, for me, coaching is about destroying internal limitations. Mm -hmm. It's internal. You can't control the external. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So, really, that's all you have to work with. But a couple more questions. Uh, What ways can I better my life in the next month? And what's the next big step I need to take? Hmm. All those category of personal growth. Okay. All right. Questions asked about your relationships. Uh, Because self-awareness isn't only about, like, how you see yourself. Our values, our behaviors, our aspirations, and feelings also have an effect on how other people view us. So a couple important questions. Am I putting enough effort into my relationships? And you could really break that one down mm-hmm. to the different relationships that you have. Yeah. Uh, who has had the greatest impact on my life? Um, what type of friends, or I'm sorry, what kind of friend do I want to be? Mm-hmm. Uh, do I have the right people around me? That's a really important one. Do yeah. I have the right people around me? You know that saying, you can't change the people around you, but you can change the people around you? Oh, like you can't change them but you can change who is around you yeah 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 that's so true i think that's a i i think i don't know maybe it's my mom who knows but someone back in the day was always like you are most like the five people you surround yourself with and that sticks because it's so true i mean especially how you and i are wired as threes on the enneagram where it's like we kind of mold to who we're around and we become kind of sometimes who other people want us to be um it's very easy for our personality as like people pleasers to mold into whatever's around us in a healthy way. I mean, not anything toxic, but it can definitely be a challenge. Yeah, it's huge. Um, Okay, that was questions about relationships. Questions to ask yourself about your emotions. These are a little tougher. Uh, What relaxes me when I'm feeling stressed? Hmm. Working out for me. Yeah, I don't know that that relaxes me. That helps me release relaxing is something different for mm. me, I think. I think oh. the exercise is definitely a release, though. But relaxing, I think I need something that almost channels my mind in a way that brings me joy. Reading relaxes me. There you go. I think mine is creating things, like making things. Mm. It's an easy way to stop my like stress. It's like I'm going to direct something that I have control over. Yeah. But Being on the farm relaxes me, too. I know. <laughs> That's why you go so much. Thought I'd throw that in there. Uh, how comfortable am I saying no to things or to people? Uh, do I embrace or avoid how I'm feeling? That's I think it depends one. on the feeling. Yep. An emotion I would like more control of is blank. You answer that. Anger. Really? Yeah. You think you have a lot of anger? I don't think I have a lot of anger, but of all my emotions, when I do feel it, I feel more out of control than probably any other emotion I feel. Hmm. Yeah, I would say that's probably true. Oh, thanks a lot. <laughs> no, I mean, I say that to say, like, you have, you're pretty consistent everywhere else. You just don't like to not feel, like like you said, either A, in control of it, or B, they, that you can do it or that you are good yeah. at it. No, the anger is almost always geared at myself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's never, it really is very rarely at other people. It's always when you get the most frustrated, it's with something in your performance or whether Tools. you can or can't Tools. do something. We did a great rehab upstairs last week, though. 
We filled in some um, holes, guys. <laughs> That's rehab. We had putty. We didn't hang anything. We didn't. Actually, we did hang a very heavy TV. Yes. Okay. It was massive construction. You called it rehab. I think that's a little. It was a construction project we did up there. For, for you, it for sure was. I, yeah. we, baby steps. Baby steps. Okay. All right. Questions about work. You ready? Yes. Uh, this may or may not like be encouraging some people, but you obviously spend a large portion of your day at work, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think it's important not to see your nine to five as a negative aspect of your life and everything else is the positive aspect. And I know some people find themselves in that position, uh, but I, I think these questions will help you change your perspective a little bit. First question is this, what type of employee or entrepreneur am I? Uh, do I make the most of my time at work? What motivates me every day? And how do I define success? I think defining success is equally as important as how you define happiness. Hmm. Because I, I use this illustration a lot with people who are high achievers and they've done a whole lot of stuff, but they're absolutely miserable. And I call them ladder climbers. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of people who are ladder climbers um, and they get to the top of the ladder only to realize it was leaning up against the wrong building. Yeah. They achieved. They conquered. Right. They just achieved and conquered something that meant absolutely nothing to them mm-hmm. or anybody else. They were just doing it because that's what they knew yeah, at the moment. Somebody told them, that's what you do. Get a job, get to the top. Mm-hmm. And some people spend their entire lifetime climbing that ladder only yeah. to get to the very end and find it totally meaningless. Mm. That's really good. So you got to define what, what is success. Um, questions to ask about self-love. Um, there's one person that you're going to spend more time with than anyone else, and that is yourself. <laughs> So, therefore, it makes a lot of sense that you have a good relationship with yourself, but the vast majority of people don't. And this isn't a, like, don't hype up your friends. Uh, it's more of a don't forget to give yourself a high five every once in a while mm-hmm. and and have a good source of self-love. Um, the first and irrefutable law of personal growth is that you'll never rise above your opinion of yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't care how many books you read, how many conferences you go to, how much coaching you get, you will never rise above your opinion of yourself. How do you improve your opinion of yourself? Start by asking these self-reflection <laughs> questions, Jordan. What's okay. the best part of being me? So uncomfortable to answer these questions. So it makes What's me the best die. part of being me? What's one thing I can do to take care of myself? I've gotten so much better about that. And for me, right now in this season, it's been exercise. Mm-hmm. And I, exercise used to be something I did at the end of the day if I got time, mm-hmm. right? Everything mm-hmm. else came before that. Yeah. And if I happened to have 30, 45 minutes at the end, I would sneak it in. And I probably got in two workouts a week. Yeah. <laughs> and I rejuggled that probably. I mean, I, I really got serious about it probably towards the beginning of this past year. But we've worked out consistently for a long time. Yes, but I still had that whole strategy of, you know what, if I have time, I'll do it. Okay. And I think we averaged probably three times a week. Before? Yep. Okay. I think maybe more. I think definitely. Oh, see, now you can give me dirty faces like that because <laughs> I'm not on video. I know, exactly. No, it's just not true. I'm going to call I, you out. I, I think, I definitely think you shifted, but I feel like you've been so like active for so long. But maybe it's not, not as long as I thought. I think for me, the big win is prioritizing it and not 
and not allowing it to become this add-on at the end of my day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I work out in the mornings. I schedule my meetings around it. I don't apologize for that. Uh, and I feel great all day. Yeah. And I'm working out five times a week. You are too. And um, I just feel better than I've felt in years. Good. It's awesome. So what's one thing you could do to take care of yourself? Uh, what are my top five personal values? It's really important to know that about yourself. Do I give myself the best start to each day? Thinking about through that morning routine. We need to do a whole podcast on morning routine. Yeah, I love that because we need to, I think I, at least I need to get better at that. I pretty much got into a habit of waking up and just getting pepper up. Mm-hmm. But there was a season where I was like getting up at least 30, 45 minutes before and like doing some things yeah. that were productive and not just like putting up the dishes from the night before or like actually working on things. Yep. It energizes me. And I think actually starting your day like that just fuels your whole day. Like it, it just does. gives you a different mindset for the day. It's not like you have more energy, but you just have a different mindset of like, I'm going to kick this day in the butt. Have you ever seen those studies about people who make their bed first thing in the morning? Yeah. It's a, it is an actual, that's why I do it. And because aesthetically. Is it, it made right now? Yes. Oh. Go look. <laughs> well, I saw it earlier and it wasn't. Well, it's because I left the house early. But <laughs> normally. <laughs> but almost always so I funny. do. Normally, like if it's me that I get to the bed first, I only make my side. Yeah. It's just like laundry. If we're folding laundry, he only folds his because he quote unquote know doesn't know yours. how to fold. It's You've not like I have weird that, shirts. No, they're very difficult and everybody and I'll be honest, I appreciate, I value the times that you do fold my laundry. I, I usually do it myself. I, I'm a big helper with with the you laundry. You're a big helper with the putting it in the di- in the laundry. And moving it to room. the dryer and moving it to the bed. You're right. I have a That's hard time part. getting it from the bed. <laughs> to the closet. To, yeah. But I, I, I just value people being able to do it the way they want to do it. And like for me, like when you do do it, I can't find my stuff because you put it in different places. <laughs> You're unorganized in there, though. <laughs> Anyways, what are we talking about? Uh, questions to ask yourself about self-love. Oh, wow. We totally went down a yeah. rabbit trail. Well, okay. we went to do I give myself the best start to yeah, each day. Yeah. And the last one is this. Which is worse for you, failing or never trying? Definitely failing. Definitely failing. I had to learn that. But I think never trying, I would much rather look back and be like, yep, that didn't work, rather than wonder. Because there's things I've wondered about. Like, if well, the I question taken, was, which is worse? I know. The, I think failing, oh, which is worse? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. The the uh, Never trying. Never trying. Yeah, yeah. sorry. <laughs> Flip that in my brain. Yeah. Um, failing yeah. stings, but regret has a unique sting. Yeah, like I can think of things in my life right now that's like, I wonder how that would have turned out. Like mm-hmm. a job that yep. I was offered. And I think about that job that I was offered pretty consistently. And I think I made the right call. But there's still like that thing in my brain where I'm like, what yep. if, you know? Anyway, I, I definitely think that's true. Okay. Um, question to ask yourself about the past. Okay. Uh, and this is interesting because, and you know this in my life coaching, I, I don't spend a ton of time on people's past. Yeah, I think there. I think there's things to learn from it and glean from it, but it's not therapy. Most of our work is forward facing. Yeah, that's a difference. You, that's a really good uh, description of like the difference of therapy versus life coaching. Yep. It's more. It's not. It's not digging through your past as much as it is taking where you are now yep. and going forward. But I do believe to be the best version of yourself in the present, you need to think about your past. Yeah, and you know, 
how have you become the version of yourself that you've become today? You know, mm -hmm. have you fulfilled the dreams that you had? What have you learned from the past that you can apply to the future? So here's a couple questions I, I think could be helpful. Uh, how could you look at something you regret differently? Hmm. How could you spin that? If I could talk to my younger self, I would say blank. Uh, when did I last step out of my comfort zone? And then am I a better person today than I was a year ago? You see, you could take any one of these prompts and spend a whole day journaling about it. Yeah, yeah, that one's a big one. Yeah, the really past one I think is a really deep up one. A lot of things. Uh, last category, ready? Questions to ask, ask yourself about the future. Um, what's one thing I want to make happen in the next year? I like that one. Yep. Uh, what would my ideal day look like in five years? What worries me the most about the future? What habits do I want future me to have? What small thing can I start today that will benefit me later? I like those. I do too. Those are really great prompts for the little, beginning of the year. Yeah, those feel like actionable. Some of these feel like and equally as helpful, but more like intrinsic and like guiding. That one feels like I can do something with yeah. the answers to these now. Yep. Yeah, they're definitely more action-oriented. You know, but again, when it comes to self-reflection, it's not just about action. It's yeah. helping you understand how you process things, mm -hmm. how you really feel about things. Do you have you know, the right mindset to chase after the goals that you want to chase after? It's, you know, there, there's action in all of that, but some of them are a lot more self-reflective yeah. than others. Yeah, no, it's good. I think a lot of those... It's almost like that you have subconscious thoughts or beliefs about yourself or about your past or about your abilities in work or about your relationships, but it's not until you put words to it that you can actually, A, heal them, yep. B, move forward with them. Um, a lot of it's not moving forward from something. It's moving forward right. with something. So you kind of have to have the awareness of what you're moving with. Um, so I think those are, it's really a cool thing to do. And I think that really the only way to get stuff out of that is to write that down, yeah. I, in my opinion. Yep. I think if you just kind of were listening to this and process it and you're like, cool, I, I really think, and it, it's a cool, it's, I wonder how, how often would you say to do that? Because I think that would be really interesting to do like maybe twice a year, once a year, and then go back and look at how It'd things very, change. Yeah. I think you need to do it more than that, though. Like, again, that stat I shared at the beginning on the research at 15 minutes a day of self-reflection yeah. can increase performance by 23%. And the, and the reason that is is because it's helping you break down why you do the things you do, why you think the things you think. And, you know, our life is made up of our actions for sure. But our actions are fueled by our beliefs, mm -hmm. our beliefs were formed from these continual thoughts that we entertain over and over and over. Mm -hmm. So what this often does, at least for me, when I ask powerful questions to clients, it's, it's, it's help breaking down that process so they can connect the dots to understand that you, you can't live the life you want to just on default. Going, yeah. It's not going to just magically form into this fantastic life where you love your career and you love and enjoy your family and, you yeah. know, have a great set of friends and you're financially free. Like, that doesn't just land in your lap. Yeah. 
it's not going to happen living a default life. You have to live a created life. And part of living a created life is this ability to really dig down deep and say, do I know myself? Yeah, yeah I think if you go through those questions, I promise you the majority of them, your gut reaction answer, it's a question that has been answered for you by somebody else. Sure. So it's like the lies you believe about yourself or even maybe some positive. Like it, we are so wired to care what other people think Mm -hmm. and whether that's like if you have trauma from your childhood or if you have trauma from you know a relationship or whatever else there are lingering things that almost always answer those questions for you so it's a very I think motivating thing to be like I'm going to take control and answer those questions myself and become the owner of your thoughts which is really hard um, because we're all in a world of comparison and everything else but I I think there's so much freedom and confidence that comes when you can start to answer those for yourself and do create a created life versus that default reactionary thing that we all get to our deathbed one day and regret not doing things yeah and relationally like you know, how many times have you said in a relationship before, they just don't get me? Mm-hmm. Well, the reality is most of the time you don't get yourself mm-hmm. because you haven't taken the time to really do self-reflection. Of course, people are confused over who you are. You don't even know who you are to yourself. Yeah. So you got to start there if you're ever going to live from an authentic place. Yeah. So I, hopefully that'll be helpful. I know it's a lot. There's a lot of questions, but go yeah. back, write some of those down. If you just pick out two or three of those questions... Um, from all those different categories and and ask yourself, I think you'll be better off. Yeah, that's really good. I love it. Reflecting. I need to do that more, obviously. (laughs) I don't do any journaling whatsoever. You should. I know. Do you journal? Kind of. Not as regularly as I used to in this season. Yeah. I kind of journal in the books that I'm reading. Yeah. I only ask you. I know we're married and I should actually know if you journal, but you do a lot of work that is like you know, a self-growth work. Yeah, so yeah. a lot of times I don't know if you're doing that for yourself. But I don't or keep a like a daily journal where I'm writing yeah. to myself. Yeah. I don't either. I think I, I do that in hard seasons. Mm-hmm. I did that. Like when I was going through my divorce is writing things down. Um, cause there's seasons where you can't even sort your own thoughts, but it's, it's a, such a healthy practice to do even in healthy seasons. Yep. I just feel like it's a guiding, a guiding light. But anyways, maybe better at that. Um, thanks for joining us guys on episode 101. We'll be back next week with episode 102. And that was another good, good talk. talk.